This is Ranch Hand Sean Carlson, and you're listening to Four Corner Fandemonium. I'm your host, Jay Will, the voice of independent wrestling. And today we have Ranch Hand Sean Carlson. How you doing today, bro? Man, I am living the dream, dude. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for like setting this up, man. Thank you for doing this. Like We don't have enough great podcasts in the area, nor guys who are willing to actually put the work in. So thank you for doing what you do, for real. That's, that's no problem. I love doing it. I love getting my voice out there for other people and trying to get other people some exposure. That, know, that's, that's a big thing, trying to get everybody further than what they are. Yeah, that's awesome. You have a voice radio, too. Yeah. You should you should take up commentary, man. I, I'm really thinking about it. Uh, hey, I know a place. I, I know, know a place. <laughs> you might can get me in. I can get you in. <laughs> I know a guy. I can call him right now. It'll be cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll work on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So tell us a little about you. All right. So yeah, I'm Ranch Hand Sean Carlson. Uh, I do a cowboy. Well, I shouldn't say cowboy gimmick. That's a basic misconception that just because I wear a cowboy hat, I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Now nah, I'm a ranch hand. Like I'm a hardworking, loyal guy. That's that's what a ranch hand is. He's the top dog in the barn. He's a loyal, hard worker, and that's uh, me. Uh, the reason I'm the ranch hand is because of our pro wrestling school, uh, Workhorse Pro Wrestling. Shout out to Workhorse Pro Wrestling. Yeah, Workhorse Pro Wrestling, uh, or Workhorse Pro Wrestling Training Center is the official name. But uh, I feel like I'm the hardest worker in the in the club. And I feel like, you know, to be that leader, you know, you got to be that ranch hand. You got to be the guy out there grinding and taking it. My students don't want to look up the line and see guys who work once a month. They want to look up that line and see guys who are out there traveling every weekend. And that's why I'm, tra- I'm traveling as much as I can. That's why I'm putting the work in. Um, when I was first originally trained, I was trained terribly. Uh, I don't even claim that person anymore as my trainer or a former trainer. And uh, and I was a manager for years. Um, I actually have Benjamin Button disease in wrestling. I don't know if you know that or not. I started out as a promoter in Baltimore Championship Wrestling, okay. then became the booker of Baltimore Championship Wrestling. Then I bought in with Sean Hardy, and he was like, you should train and become a manager. So I did. Yeah, I remember when I first started coming one to CW, you were a manager. Yeah, I was and Money Mark Carlson. Exactly. You had the money suit on yeah. and everything. I remember that. And then it's like I watched you transition from that. It's like you got to where you could get with that. And then you just wanted to get into wrestling, get in the ring, got in the ring. You just did nothing but soar. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, A lot of that has to do with Mark Haro, who's our head trainer at Workhorse. Great guy. Amazing dude. Um. But, uh, yeah, I was a manager, and uh, like I said, I started out in BCW, and then I transferred to being a manager, trained to be a manager. And then uh, I was actually going to leave wrestling during the pandemic. I was done with it, and three people kept me in wrestling. Mm-hmm. My wife, she was like, you love this too much. And if it wasn't for wrestling, I would have never met my wife. She was an EMT at the House and Firehouse, okay. and uh, I was you know, managing, doing shows there, and that's how we met. And uh, so I owe, I owe my personal life to wrestling with my wife, my yeah. kid. And uh, she was like, you love this too much. You cannot, cannot, cannot leave this business like this. And I was like, you know what? 100% agree with you. And uh, not only did I double down and, and try to make 1CW the best I could on my end, mm-hmm. partnered with Sean Hardy. Well, we had already partnered, but, you know, me and Sean Hardy put in extra work. We started busting our asses even more to make 1CW what it is. 
I also started the school and uh, tried to give more opportunities to people in the area. There was no good training school at that point. Totem had closed down, which was Mark Haro's old school. Okay. I called Mark Haro and was like, hey, man, you want to go into partners? Let's let's put this school together. And uh, me and Mark had a weird uh, vibe when we, we before we first knew each other because yeah. uh, we only knew each other through the business. Yeah. And Mark was mad at me because I, I would book these untrained wrestlers who I thought were trained. And I always felt Mark was like a smart ass to me. So I didn't think Mark liked me for the longest time. And then it was just a misconception. And we had a great first conversation. And uh, I think I proved to him everything I actually am. And he's proved to me way more of the man that he is. So that was also super dope starting the school. And uh, we just have a lot going on. And it's it's super cool. We're helping a lot of different promotions with ring rentals and everything. And uh, we just work our asses off here to make wrestling in the area the best it possibly can be. Definitely. Gotcha. Um one one thing, speaking of that, doing the rentals and everything, I see um, MCW are doing birthday parties. Is that something that y'all... Yeah, we do do that. We uh, we will actually come to your house. We do that. We do it a few times a year, but we actually come to your house. So that way you don't have to worry about going to a place and having everybody go there. We'll come to your house. We'll come to your backyard. We'll set up the ring, and we do our own birthday party story for your kids and everything. Yeah. It's pretty wild. We do uh, we do bachelor parties too, if that's necessary. Okay. I mean, whatever whatever you all need a wrestling ring for, I got you. That's what I'm saying. You say kids. What about adult parties? Yeah, uh, yeah. Parties? Oh yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Right. Yeah. Because June's coming around. Okay, I got you. I got some weekends <laughs> open in June too. I got you. I got I got okay. some uh, we got some good stuff going on. We can do for you. So Perfect. we'll definitely talk about that off air. What about your championships and everything? Um. So so I don't really have many championships. Mm-hmm. I try to stay away from belts. Um, especially when you're traveling a lot, unfortunately for me right now, I'm just traveling to a lot of different places. So I don't really have a place where I want to stay a lot. And I don't mean that in a negative light, but, uh, I can't promise the company I can be there all year long. So the only championship I've had so far is the bulletproof championship at one CW. Um, and that's, that's kind of a baby to me. So it was really important for me to win it off of Christopher Andino. who's a tremendous talent, but I had to take it off of him because he was doing some bad things. Um, and I am a two-time champion. I beat Mr. Grimfort the first time, lost it to Andino, and then beat Andino back for it. Yeah. And A.K. Willis just took it off me last show. Yeah, um, last show that was very controversial. Uh, yeah, yeah, that Ty Awesome kid came flying out of nowhere with that belt, didn't he? Yeah. But uh, but uh, you're about to see. I think I'm going to start winning some more championships here. I'm about to put that work in and get some more gold. Hey, always put the work in, brother. Some promotions that you work for so far. Um, so right now, um, I work for Atlantic All Star Wrestling. Uh, of course, One CW Pro Wrestling yeah. is my baby. Um, Eastern Shore Pro Wrestling down in Shinkatique, Virginia. I think you had yeah. the front line on, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Shinkatique, Virginia, and then uh, I got like six new and oh UWC up in uh New Jersey. I'm up okay. there a lot. Uh, they're a great place. They're a great family filled atmosphere. But um, I got a like I'm debuting at Eclipse next month. I'm debuting at PW Vibe this month, which is a big opportunity. And uh, I fight, I wrestle at Fight Club all the time in uh, DC as well. So okay. um, those are about my next six dates, I think. So oh man, that's that's great. Yeah, you got a wide range. You got plenty of places to go. Yeah, I do a lot. I do DC, Maryland, um, Virginia, Delaware, um, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. And I, I, you know, I'm booked in Canada for June. But they haven't announced a date yet, so I don't know if I'm going to be available for that. But gotcha. um, I am booked in a North American tournament up in Canada for uh, for um, a company. And I look forward to that if it does happen, you know. Yeah. So, All things going up. Yeah. All things going up. All right, let's get in a little bit of your wrestling past. Yeah. Kid, okay. Who was your favorite wrestler? So my favorite wrestler was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. That was my dude. That was yeah, my guy. I love, um, I love it. And he was just he, – he is kind of – who I empathize to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. That attitude, that mindset, that was 
that was all great. And it was lightning in a bottle. And I don't think there's been a lot of people who've tried to do it, but I don't think anybody's really captured it well. And so that would be like my big thing. If I could be, even if it's just a stone cold of one CW, that would be like one thing I really want to try to capture. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad at all. Yeah. Having that vibe around. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Um, In wrestling so far, like you've been in a few years. So mm-hmm. what have you accomplished so far that you think that you wouldn't have? Um, uh, Top rope swanton. Okay. <laughs> hey. Um. Just a bigger guy, you know what I mean? I didn't think I could fly. Uh, Mark has really, you know, broke that mindset of me. Um, when we're training, we do things that you don't think your body can do, and and you end up doing it. And that's been amazing for me, um, for my confidence. Um, I've lost 30 pounds in the last six months, so that's been amazing, my body transformation. But, uh, yeah, uh, top rope stuff, but just going out every week. Like, if you had even told me three years ago, that you're going to be going out every weekend and performing almost every weekend. I take some weekends for the family, but almost every weekend and performing, I wouldn't have thought that man, like who would want to book me? You know what I mean? And now I'm getting people who used to, you know, talk crap about me, messaging me like, Hey man, I'm hearing good things about you. That's, that's like all the motivation I need in the world. Like that's that. So that's things that, um, I've accomplished that I didn't think I would, you know, it's crazy that you can prove other people wrong by just proving yourself that you can do it. So, um, I'm a big, I, I listen to a lot of motivational speaking and I don't know if you do or you know anything about it, but Eric Thomas is one of my favorite and he's like the number one speaker and his, he has one thing where he goes, why would I care about the, you know, hundred no's when I have two yeses, yeah, I focus exactly. on those two yeses. So when I started traveling, I was like, you know, anybody that's willing to book me, I will give them a hundred percent of whatever they need. I will work my ass off for them. I'll promote because if they're giving me a yes, I will work for them and I will bust my ass to the point that other companies will see it and they'll want it. And uh, that's what I've really, really focused on and pushed. And that's what I pushed all my students too. that, you know, train with us. It's serve the most you can, because that's how other people will look at you. If, if, if you only get one, yes, if it's only one CW, if we're the only company that's booking you, if you work your ass off, I promise you, promise you, that you will get more bookings because people will see and notice your hard work. And that's, that's just one thing I've always, you know, preached on. And that's definitely true. Cause it's, as I have shot out plenty of messages to wrestlers trying to, you know, get people on and everything. I don't always get a hit back right mm-hmm. away. I don't always get a hit back at all, but the ones that do say yes, I, I appreciate it a lot. I travel to them. I don't make it seem like they got to meet me anywhere. Mm-hmm. I will come all the way to you so we can be comfortable and have the best wrestling conversation that we can have. Right. And people see that, man. Like, trust me, people, um, people in my circle are already talking about your podcast. So like you're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but, uh, no, seriously, uh, hard work pays off. I always say that hard work pays off. And, and that's with anything in life. You can be the smartest, you can be the strongest, you can be the best. It doesn't matter if you do not work hard, somebody will outwork you. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a great example. He is probably the best quarterback. And I want to say last year, he did not put all of his hard work in and he was beat. And it it clearly showed this year. He has put that hard work. He's going in with high ankle sprains, going back into games. He's playing on a high ankle sprain. He is busting. Brock Purdy gained a ton of my respect this weekend because he went back in with a torn elbow. He has a ligament torn in his elbow and still went out and threw because he knew Christian McCaffrey could not be the starting quarterback. Yeah, that wasn't going to work. Yeah. 
and he would rather go in with the torn elbow. That I don't care if the 49ers say, oh, Trey Lance is our guy. Somebody will trade for Brock Purdy. Somebody yeah. will get Brock yeah, Purdy because he's, he's, he's good. He's right. Good to pick up. Because his hard work, his, his per- perseverance, and that's the kind of stuff that I love to see and I want to see more people do. So many people want to give up so quickly, and I just don't I don't think that's the way to do it. You got to fight through it. I, I really hate to say that about Brock Purdy because my brother and my, four, my um, best friend is a 49ers fan, and I hate to, you know, tell people I'm in that circle with them. Uh-huh. But, you know, you got to love them. Yeah, you your yeah you're right. My wife's a Cowboys fan, so I understand. <laughs> but, yeah, so. She's a good woman. Good She's woman. a good woman. She just has a terrible taste in football players. All right, so um, so far in your career, what is the favorite wrestling matches you've had? My favorite wrestling matches? Definitely with the Hitman for Hire, Mr. Grimm. Um, that's yeah. been one that I loved. It was in D.C. Um, we went 20 minutes. Uh, we had a great match. Um, I got to wrestle Mark Harrow up at UWC. That was a good match. Um, it was fun. It was super basic, but we had a super fun match. And I always like having fun matches. Um, I wrestled uh, Travis Banks and Sonny Deeds in a tag match with Mark. Yeah. That was a great match. I loved it. Um, I'm a very simple guy. I just had a I had a good match in December with Moses. That was a great match. I I loved working Moses. He, but he's one of the dudes that actually hit. Yeah. And I can't stand these guys who don't hit. Like I want to feel it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of guys emotion in it if you not right. And there's a lot of guys who don't hit. And he is one of the ones that he gives you contact. And the Briscoes, you know, rest in peace, Jay. Jay was one of the ones that would do contact and he preached that to everybody, you know, make that contact. And that's what me and Moses were talking about going into the show or into our match. We were actually talking about them and uh, just, uh, just Moses was probably one of my favorite matches. Moses Grimm, uh, AK Willis was another great one. I just had Um, so many good ones. I'm, you know, every time I step in the ring, I feel like I have a really good match. I don't feel it afterward, but I feel like it's a good match when it happens. So I take that. (laughs) Okay. Who would you rather watch back in the day? Was it SmackDown or Raw? So that's a tough that's a tough one, right? So I grew up in a trailer, gotcha. uh, poor family, and we had a TV a TV that was black and white that we could watch SmackDown on, okay. or we did have Direct TV where we could watch colored, you know, Raw. So Raw was always my favorite because I could actually watch it. You know what I mean? SmackDown, you had to hold the antenna a certain way. Yeah. You'd barely get Jeff Hardy yeah, coming out. You appreciate it. Like yeah, you it yeah, exactly. Um, okay. What was your best storyline from this? My, that's tough, man. My favorite storyline from that era yeah. had to be Stone Cold and Vince McMahon, right? Like yeah. that whole storyline. I'll never forget. I was a kid and. I thought Stone Cold was really going to shoot this guy on national TV. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, he is going to really shoot this guy. And then he, he when he pulled the trigger, it was bang. I was yeah. I was more relieved than laughing because I'm like, thank God my favorite wrestler is not going yeah, exactly. to jail. Like <laughs> Jesus, he's been cuffed so many times. Right, might be real. <laughs> right. Um, so that was probably my favorite. Is just all the shenanigans they did. It was it was such a great story. But uh, Mick Foley, um, you know, Mankind's story with you know turning into Dude Love and then Cactus yeah. Jack, like. That was all great for me too. I, I remember that growing up, and that's just you know that's just the best stuff I loved. Yeah, that's a wrestler that really took what he had at the stage of that career, and he just made lemonade out of just one lemon. He I made a whole bucket. Of yeah, I agree. Crazy. I agree. He uh, he really transformed wrestling for character work, yeah. and that was something that I think at that point needed. There was a lot of you know hoopla and you know show your boobs and do this and do yeah, that yeah. and he was more like i'm a character and i can show you character work and that was exactly. one great thing and he made it work exactly. yeah exactly all right um 
WCW, who would your dream match be? WCW. Well, it's funny. Buff Bagwell just called me like 10 minutes ago. Like, yeah, yeah. Before we sat down in this interview, I literally had Buff Bagwell calling me. So that was weird. Um, and it's weird that we bring up WCW. But um, Sting, man. Sting was – Sting, Crow Sting was the dude, right? Like, um, I, you know, I hate saying it. Benoit was my favorite. You know, it sucks. He was the best wrestler. Oh but, God. you know, everything that happened, I hate yeah. – um, I'll never forget. This is a funny, like crazy story, but uh, we would go to paper, like we would watch pay-per-views in my house all the time. And my dad's best friend would bring his kids over and all that. And, um, you know, then we went over to their house for one of them and, uh, or, or no, they came over to our house for this one. And his daughter was the same age as me. And she goes, um, well, what's your, what's going to be the match you want to watch tonight? And I was like, it's Chris Benoit versus, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, oh crap. His name's escaping me right now. Uh, Kevin Sullivan in a career versus career match. And I was like, they're wrestling career versus career. And she's like, on my TV, they wrestle for titles. And I was like, it's the same, it's the same <laughs> stuff, man. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, they're they have real drama right now. That one of them's leaving. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, you don't understand the story. Yeah, yeah. You don't I get what's going on. The story right now. Um, so that's just one of my favorite WCW things in my head that I've always remembered. It was just a funny, you know, story. Oh, okay, cool. What about WWF years? Who would you be in a dream match with? WWF, not WWE. I'm talking way back. When. Okay. Jake the Snake Roberts. That would be a great match. Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake was so precise in all of his moves and everything, and I'm a big student of his. I love his, I love his, you know, preciseness. I loved his promos. Everybody else would, you know, hey, brother, let me tell you something. And he's like, listen to me. Yeah. You know, he that. got his point across just by, in the fact that he didn't have to yell it. Yes. Made it more believable and intimidating. Yes. And, and like Dusty Rhodes was a big, you know, reach in and grab you with yeah. his hands. Like he always talked with his hands and his feelings. Yeah. And Jake, reach to you with his eyes. And I always thought that was an amazing part of his promo skills. He could tell you everything with his eyes. And um, there's very few who can do that. Even in this, in the world today of wrestling, yeah. there's very few who reach you with those eyes. So just a, a program with Jake would be amazing. Um, if I had to pick one, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, Ted DiBiase, another one. Yeah. Uh, just great people. And uh, those are guys who I'd actually like love to work. Okay. Okay. Hey, that would be two great matches. Hey, I'm saying. A three-way in that would be even better. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I will definitely take all the heat. You know what I mean? I'll definitely baby oh, face. I'll baby face. All <laughs> you're definitely going to have to. DiBiase, call me. <laughs> all right. Right here in the like the near future, what shows do you have? What dates you got? Yeah, so uh, February 19th, PW Vive in D.C. Um, you know, great company, great promotion. Um they haven't told me who I'm wrestling yet, so I'm excited for any challenger. But uh, that Matt, that show is being headlined by Killian McMurphy, Rob Radke, and Saul Esparza okay. versus uh, Trisha Dora. Um, and uh, they have a mystery opponent, and the the uh, Edith Surreal is the right. top dog in that, and it's Edith versus Killian for who the gay president is of okay. pro wrestling. So I'm excited for that. Um, so PW Vibe is going to be cool. Uh and then 1CW, March 11th, I'm wrestling Ty Awesome for the 1CW Pro Wrestling Championship. Next champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking to him. That's what I said. I don't have any gold right now, but you're about to see. Um, You know, Ty, he's had this uh, thing with, you know, Sean, or Sean Hardy, Stevie Ray Styles, whatever his name whoever, is. This, yeah, yeah, yeah whoever his name is today, today, they want to get this little click going. And, uh, you know, hey, Ty, sorry. I respect you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break you. And the crazy thing is, Ty's my boy. I was rooting for him, but I didn't get my front row seat. I was promised. So 
they can move you aside. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. I think it's their fault. It's their. It's definitely yeah, their fault. It is. Okay. I've okay. Seen people all around it didn't deserve front row seats. I agree. I definitely did. Yeah. Well, I'll make. I'll make sure you have a front row seat. Appreciate I'll make sure you have a front row seat. There you go. Right, there we go. Yeah, all, <laughs> all the yellow to be for you. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, what's your social media? I can defend. Yeah. You? So I'm at Sean Carlson at almost everything, or on Instagram, I'm Carlson underscore nine two four five. But if you just look up Carlson and pro wrestling, I'm there. Um, I think I'm like, there's a set of twin girls out of Florida that are Carlson. They're the Miami Carlson twins. And I think it's us and just me and them. Like we're the only Carlson's in wrestling as far as I know. Um, and I'm in good company there. You know what I mean? They're they're beautiful women. Like it's not hard to mistake you from them. Right. Right. Um, you know, if they're my cousins, like, you know, Hey, um, holler at me still, Uh, you know, I'm a redneck, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think my wife would approve, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Not at all. <laughs> Maybe they can join. Yeah, group. yeah, you know. Hey, come on, come on. All right, hey man, I definitely appreciate you letting me come out and you know be a part of tonight the wrestling class going on, and I appreciate you being a part of the podcast. Yeah, no problem, man. Like I said, stick around and hang out with us. Definitely will. Definitely all right, brother. Appreciate. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Four Corner Fandemonium. Stay tuned for upcoming shows and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Four Corner Fandemonium. Also follow Ranch Hand Sean Carlson on all social media platforms. Check out 1CW in Houston, Delaware, March 11th. And check out Workhorse Pro Wrestling Training Center for all your wrestling training needs. And always remember, reach for the sky, boy!